What is up, everybody that is listening? This is the Teamwork Makes the Dreamwork podcast. We're super excited you're on here. Um, I'm Caleb Saunders. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, but right now we're coming from you. I think it's in, in Bastrop, Bastrop uh, Louisiana. I got Jaybird sitting right by me. He's not out in Bethpage today. Say hey, Jaybird. Hey, hey, hey. Go Tigers. We're in Louisiana. Yeah, go Tigers. Out in the swamplands. Uh, we got producer Stevie out there in Tulsa. I am so offended. You just said go Tigers. Oh, my word. <laughs> go Tigers. And then we got Big G out there in Cookville, and he lives with a Cajun raging. <laughs> so g if it, or if you're listening you're like what do you mean he lives with the cajun raging g tell him tell him what i mean well it's it's raging cajun raging cajun, cajun, <laughs> raging. Yep. Yeah, no my wife's from louisiana actually right there close to where caleb and dan are right now yeah 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 and so that's what i mean uh we out in the swamplands we're probably gonna go smack around some Copperheads in the swamp and wrestle some gators. Jaybird, what do you think? Mm, no doubt. Some jambalaya. Some jambalaya. So, yes, that's what we mean. We're not we're not at our homes tonight. We're together, and so I'm keeping him straight. But actually, we just, if you're listening, we just got back. Jaybird preached at a church out here um, and shared the ministry, and Jaybird did really good. They, full altar and everything. So it was a good service, huh? Yeah, good service. The spirit was there, and, and, and uh Man, we enjoyed a friendly church, just a church you kind of feel at home at, and that's what we enjoyed. And and the most important part, the Lord showed up, so we're we're happy about that. Yeah, I'll I'll say this: <laughs> um, me and Mom were setting up the table before, kind of got like all of our information. Like we got this nice big old sign that we put by the table, and then we got like T-shirts on there as well. And you guys know that we have a, a T-shirt. You guys on the podcast know that we have a T-shirt with our logo on it, our podcast logo. If you're listening, um, I don't know if you've seen our podcast logo, but we have that on a T-shirt. And I told mom, I said, hey, I really just ordered those for the guys on the podcast. Nobody's going to buy one of those. I kid you not, 10 minutes later, a Cajun Ragin walked up and said, that's a nice looking shirt and bought it. <laughs> and, he, and he bought it well let me enlighten you on the logo too it's our picture all four of us are our mugs are on the front of that t-shirt and so it is a sight to behold yes so I think we need a we need an updated picture for for that shirt <laughs> well i got long hair jaybird's bald hey, hey take it easy and it was a picture of garrett from uh four years ago five years ago i'm significantly thinner in that picture so why do you want to change it? <laughs> uh, I'm fat with a beard now. <laughs> yeah, I guess we, right. do, we do look a little different. But... I'll make a deal with you. When we sell all the t-shirts, we'll update the logo. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sell more, yeah. Also, Caleb, if you say it wrong one more time, I'm going to slap you. It's Ragin' Cajun. Did I say it wrong again? Yeah. yeah. Steven, he's going to do it every time. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, my bad, my bad. When in Rome. Yeah, yeah. Hey, before we get into anything anything else tonight, we can say this. Um, if you listen to our last podcast, we touched on it a little bit. We talked a little bit about Ukraine, but let's keep them in our prayers if you're listening. We'll keep uh, those people over there in our prayers. What do, you, what do you think, Stevie? Yeah, there's been quite a few updates recently it's like it's, it's kind of back and forth it it seems like it's it's getting a little better ukraine's pushing back and then all of a sudden it's worse again so 
you never know. It's it's really minute by minute, honestly. So I, I know a lot of churches are either not able to meet or people are like fleeing, you know, they're leaving. So for sure, keep them in your prayers. Yeah. And as we were talking pre-broadcast here, uh, the whole thought or the, the mention of nuclear being on the table for Putin, that is a... Uh, that changes the ball game. That's a whole different thought process and a whole different thing. I don't think the world was expecting to hear. So uh, yeah, most definitely, let's keep those people in our prayers. Let's just pray for our leaders as well here in the U.S. and uh, pray for us as we've uh, we've tried to start a partnership with a ministry out of Nashville um, that does ministry in the Ukraine. Normally, over the summer times, they hold camps and educational things and and they share the gospel, but they. Uh, they also provide some care packages to those in the Ukraine, and they're kind of ramping that up right now. And And we're looking at ways we can partner with them, teamwork and partner with them. So uh, keep that in your prayers as well. Yep, yep. All That's right, cool. producer Stevie, what, what we got? All right, today we have another special guest who is going to join us to discuss some faith and reason, I believe it was. Is that yeah, right? We're going to touch a little bit on that Um for sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. But is this the intro? Am I going? Is this the this intro? This is, yeah. Go All for right. it. Take it away. So, you guys know we have guests on here every once in a while, and today we're excited to have uh, a good friend, Josiah Willis, on here. Um, Josiah, you here with us? Can you hear? Can you hear me? Yeah. What's up? What is up, man? It's been a while since since I've seen you. It's been a while, I'm sure, since. Uh, I don't think Garrett's been out there. I know Stevie ain't been out there, but man, it's good to have you on here. If you're listening, Josiah went to school with producer Stevie, G, and myself um, at one point. And so Josiah is a good friend. Um, and so, yeah, we're super pumped to have him on here. A little and he bit. He has of- the cutest baby. Yes, yeah, Josiah-, <laughs> Josiah does have a, a, a cute family for sure. A little background Josiah and myself. We were the managers on the basketball team, and G played. And so our bond, it grew very, very tight, for sure. For sure. And, um, yeah, we had some good times. What do you think, G? Those are good times? I mean, I just remember when you guys forgot the shorts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, well, we forgot the shorts, but I wasn't on that trip, so Josiah took all the heat. <laughs> yeah, you, you left Bro, me out the job on that one. Poor Hunter, man. If he's listening, that guy, he's fuming. <laughs> Garrett, tell him. Just tell him real briefly what happened. Uh, I mean, I mean, we just pulled we just I pulled out the bag, and there was only like six or seven pairs of shorts instead of like ten. So, so the backstory was me and Josiah. Josiah, didn't we pack the the bags because we washed the clothes every for the away games, right? Yeah, and so uh, it was like after that Christmas on Richland thing. And it was so late, and we just kind of threw a bunch of stuff in a bag, and we're just like, ah, oh, that's got to be everything. <laughs> Let it, what we didn't know is we probably left half the, the shorts in the in the washer or something. And we were like six hours away or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yes, um, that was uh, – I remember Josiah called me like, hey, bro, we forgot we forgot to pack the shorts. And I wasn't there. I was actually at the school, so I went and checked. Yeah, sure, sure enough, we did. But anyways, Josiah – he has a master's in, in Christian apologetics from Liberty University, and so he's uh, on top of that. We're going to dive into that a little bit tonight. He uh, he graduated, like I mentioned, from the same college as Garrett, myself, and Stevie at Welch College in 2018. 
He's a youth pastor at Victory uh, Free Will Baptist in, in Goldsboro. Is that how you say it, Josiah, North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. And then he's also a middle school Bible teacher, bless him, Lord, um, <laughs> and at, at Living Water Christian School in Jacksonville, North Carolina. So, man, you got to put up with the middle schoolers. Um, That's a full plate right there, brother. Yeah. Six days a week. <laughs> Six days a week. And, Josiah, you're a basketball coach, too, at your school, ain't you? Yeah, I coach uh, JV boys, which is for our schools, pretty much middle school boys. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I see your I see your posts all the time, um, on that. And so, yeah, glad to have Josiah on here with us. Like Stevie said, he's got a very cute baby. And so let's just jump into it, Josiah. You, like I mentioned, you have a Christian apologetics degree, and actually, me and me and Josiah, if you're listening, we actually we took the same uh, masters. I believe, didn't we, Josiah? Yeah, at the same time too. At the same time. That's how that's how we do it. Managers together, <laughs> taking Christian apologetics degree together. Um, so let's just start out, Josiah. Why is it so important for Christians or individuals, uh, young people, maybe especially, um, just to know what they believe? Maybe kind of tell us what what Christian apologetics even is, um, and, and then maybe tell us why it's so important to know what we believe. Yeah, so like on the basis of apologetics is just being ready to defend your faith. Um, but I always see that as being aggressive uh, in that definition. So I've kind of learned it as um, apologetics is a way to better understand what you believe. And so yeah. it's always important um, because we're always taught, like if I believe we all grew up in church. Um, since, you know, I can remember I've been going to church. And I was always taught all these things, but not taught why. Um, and so that kind of is what drove me to want to learn more about apologetics because I would be told, believe this, believe this, believe this, but not told why to believe it. And so I didn't want to leave youth with the same um, teaching without being able to give explanations better into things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. That's, that's one of the reasons um, I really, really uh, enjoy Christian apologetics as well. You know, you kind of grow up in the church like like we did, and um, you can piggyback your faith off your parents, and, and that becomes, you know, just something you do. Um, Jaybird, you were a youth pastor for many years. Um, what, what do you think about this? Did you see this a lot in your youth group? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're hitting it right on the head, Josiah. You know, if kids try to piggyback off their parents' faith, or if they really don't know why they believe something, man, they are on a shaky foundation to to, to say. And when they're challenged or when their faith gets challenged or questioned, man, they got no foot to stand on if they don't know why they believe what they believe. And so, man, I appreciate you you doing that work. And, and yeah, I'd love to hear you speak more to, to that. Yeah, and you said something really key at the beginning, Josiah. You said... Uh, kind of when when you think of of this maybe apologetics thought, uh, sometimes it's like there's this defense or this anger. But First uh, Peter three fifteen, when we when we defend what we believe, uh, it should be in love and and um, with a gentle spirit. And so yeah yeah good stuff. Well Josiah Josiah focused um, a good bit of his of his masters on faith and reason, and so we wanted to touch. Uh, on that, but before I do, G or Steve, did you have any any other questions off of what Josiah said? Hmm, not a question, but it was a good point about being gentle because I think a lot of times, I mean, I'm guilty of it, but you, I think apologetics and I think like debating and arguing and you know, because 
you at least for me, I see these not, I don't want to call them famous, but like that, what is his name? Ken Ham. He debates those uh, atheists, you know, all the time on YouTube, or he's the guy with the creation museum, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's right. easy to think yeah. I associate apologetics with like debating or arguing, but you made a good point about like, it's, it's defending gently. So I liked that. Not a question, but I liked that. Yeah. G. I mean, that's where my mind went to, you know, a lot of people get confused, uh, not necessarily get confused, but they get caught up in like the emotions of it. Um, whereas it's not like explaining or defending, it's more of just turns into an argument. And I think a lot of times that comes from, you know, folks that might be insecure because they know they don't know as much as they should, you know? So it kind of just turns into an argument or turns into coming from a place of, you know, anger. Yeah. Josiah, let me ask you this. Since you're a youth pastor, uh, we do a lot of work with with youth groups and stuff, and and we seem to to see this within the students. But is there an interest in your youth group um, with Christian apologetics? I feel like it's it's become a little bit more popular today. In uh, in my context, not really. Um, but I I use apologetics every single week, at least with my youth group, because uh, I will try to explain things in a way maybe they didn't think about it or we'll give them opportunities to ask questions that maybe I can answer then or if I can't I can answer it in a week or so later and I do the same thing in my bible classes at school um, I don't teach like you know basic existence of God or things like that it's just more so we talk about the bible and when they have questions that's when you really get to see um they do have curiosity for apologetics. They just don't know what it is, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Josiah. Let me ask you, maybe you can speak to some of the things I would I would hear as a longtime youth pastor, different things. Uh, like maybe you could touch on the thought behind, you know, if, if you see artwork, you know there's an artist. How, how do you go about explaining to a kid that's maybe on the fence, not sure, what he believes, not sure if there's a God, you know, we have before us the creation. How can you point that back to the creator? I, it, it honestly depends on the kid um, and what their um, background is and what their uh, kind of like what their mental state is, I guess, with that stuff. Like, for example, I have a student um, at school. I taught him last year as well. And last year as a sixth grader, he would ask the most just amazing questions. And anytime I would be like, I really don't know how to answer that, he would get upset. Um, but this year he's kind of learned to grow that sometimes I don't know just means I'll get to you tomorrow after I've researched it. Um, but with the looking at what's around, I always just try to get them to see that um, – things just don't happen on accident. Yeah. Like our lives just don't happen on accident. The way creation is set up, if you see like the leaves changing around us, that's not an accident. Um, the fact that, I mean, I actually started college to be a nurse um, and it was a terrible idea because I was awful at science. Um, and I took a, a microbiology class um, and I think I got a D in it. And that was when I changed my major. Um, but in that class, I, I learned that all your cells are interconnected so much that if something were to go wrong at the very bottom, it can mess your entire, um, system up. 
Um, and it, we're just so greatly designed that it just is impossible to be an accident. I try to explain that to students. Um, and a lot of times that does work. Um, and once you're, and, and sometimes just being honest, like I could see why you have doubts because it does seem crazy to think that there's a God out there that would have taken time to make you. Um, and sometimes given that just honest answer will appease curiosity. But then also I, I'm big about looking up videos on YouTube of guys much, much smarter than I am that can explain these things in a clear way. Um, and that helps out a lot on at least my levels. Yeah, I can understand that, brother. Uh, you know, we, nobody knows everything. And I've been in the boat, too, where I don't have a good answer. But thank God there's good resources out there. And never, I, to the listeners, I'd say never be afraid to lean on some of that. Verify and make sure it's a good resource. But then, and then yeah. use it, you know. And, and just another thing I might toss at you and, and get your thoughts on it, because I, I appreciate your heart, and your education and, and what you're doing, man. And you're hitting students at both levels, at the church scene and at school. So you, you're seeing it all. But what gets me is about culture presenting evolution as a fact and not a theory of which it is. And so we get kids that, that roll in and they just assume things are correct that they hear and, and, and they see and they're taught with without ever doubting it or with ever, without ever considering anything else. How do you approach a kid uh, maybe that, that, that has some questions or has some doubts, uh, you know, about evolution and that kind of stuff? Well, I, I always, and it's hard because most of the kids, even at my church that I work with, are in the range of like 11 to 14. Um, but I always encourage them to research stuff, to look stuff up, to, uh, and I'll, uh, a famous thing I say every single day at school is Google's free. You know, you don't have to ask me every question that comes to your brain because you, they, at school, they all have laptops. They can just Google an answer. Um, and there's some things obviously you don't want to just Google, but I, I encourage them to be curious and I encourage them to, um, that doubts aren't bad. Um, there's, especially in our faith, uh, with that is it's okay to doubt. Uh, it's just what you do with the doubt. Um, that is the important part, um, with it, as far as, um, like evolution and creation and that, um, I always just try to reinforce what scripture says first. Um, but then when, when it gets into the ideas of creation, I, or of evolution, I allow them to just express what they think. Um, and then just kind of see where they're coming from. But it does go back to like what I said at the beginning is we in, in Christianity, we can take things for granted that we believe. Um, and it, it goes both ways. Um, some people just have never thought to think twice about evolution or never even thought twice to think about creation. Uh, and it just is important to encourage people to, especially young people, to use their brains um, to not just sit idly buy and believe every single thing that someone tells them or something they see on TikTok, Instagram, or TV, or whatever it may be. Yeah, that that's good right there. And I always encourage that too. And it's, I don't think it's ever harmful to have a kid or a student think critically about these things, because thinking critically, you know, leads to, to figuring out and figuring out what you believe. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's good stuff, Josiah. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, that's good. Just I got to say something real quick. You mentioned uh, you were what, what was it? You were on a biology track or a, man? Like I was going to be a nurse. A nurse, yeah, and, and that doesn't work out for you. Well, I was, I was, I saw a cute girl in the sports medicine or the exercise science program, and so I did exercise science. But yeah, I was like you, man. I, I don't know, I don't know nothing to do with science, but I did get a wife out of it. So I don't know if that hasn't. <laughs> Oh no! The options no. were slim, though. So. <laughs> oh, but anyway, okay. So I had an, another question. Um, since you kind of focused in on, well, let me ask G and, and Steve if you guys had any questions up to this point. I didn't. I don't want to. Uh... Mm, about time. Jeez. All right, go, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> so I, I know you. We talked. You talked about um, like it's okay to doubt. It may even be healthy because it leads to growth, but a kid comes to you and they're, they're doubting their faith or they're doubting like, you know, I'm not really buying all this stuff. You know, did Jesus really turn water into wine? Like that kind of thing. Other than like, what, what is your first answer aside from saying, Hey, maybe you should look that up. You know, I think you could tell me if I'm wrong, but maybe that's not the first answer. That's somewhere kind of down the line, but a kid comes up to you and they says, I don't buy this. What, what is the proper first response in your opinion? Honesty. I always try to let them know at some point in my life, I've had the same doubts. I've had the same questions. At some point, you know, sitting in a Sunday school class somewhere or even in college classes, like this, this sounds kind of bogus to believe some of these things. Um, and I start with honesty because I don't want them to think that I have it figured out when, I mean, faith is a growing process for your entire life. Um, and so I, like, like I said, just four times right now, just being honest with them and then, um, trying to, like, I try to start with scripture, but if you're doubting scripture, scripture isn't always the best place to go. Um, because they will be like, well, I already don't believe this is true. So why are you giving me more fake stuff to read? Um, so I, I start with my personal testimony or even, like I said before, look up a video of somebody because kids latch on to famous people's uh, testimony. So using somebody like Tim Tebow, um, or even like Steph Curry, things like that, uh, young people will latch on to hearing them talk about God, um, and use that as a tool to let them know, like, Hey, it's not just the five of us in this small class at church that believe in it. It's not just the 60 year old people in the sanctuary. It's people across all cultures, all walks of life, believe in God and follow him. I like that. That's a good answer. Yeah, and, and going yeah. off that too, it's not just people in different cultures like you mentioned, but it's people throughout the years, thousands of years, right? And then there's there's also yeah. a lot of good answers um, that we, we might not dive into right now, but yes. Uh, G, do you have any questions that you've, you've thought of while we've been talking? Not really questions, but I think everything Josiah's been saying has been great. Like, uh, you know, how dad asked, you know, what kids believe in evolution or, or believe in what they've heard just to be true automatically. I think as Christians, a lot of times, maybe we get caught up in the fact that uh, we don't realize that some of these kids or some of these people, not just kids, there's adults in the world that have never heard a single word about Jesus. You know, so in our minds, you know, we grew up in church. We've always been, I say always, but we've been saved for however many years. You know, the Bible has just always been true to us, right? Yeah. 
Um, so it's kind of, it kind of goes both ways. You got to think about it both ways. We believe the Bible. We grew up around it. We've seen what the Lord can do in our lives and through our faith. But there's some kids that don't experience that every day of their life. You know, yeah. so I think what Josiah said about his comments on that was was really good. And then uh, just being honest, I think I, I think what he said about that was really good because every one of us, I don't think there's a single person in this world that is a Christian, a, a Bible believer that can say they've never had any doubts or any questions at all. So I think what, what Josiah said about being honest uh, to the students, to the kids, to anybody who comes up and asks those questions, I mean, just tell them, you know, look, I've been there. You know, like Josiah said, so I just think uh, it's really good comments he's making. Yeah, that's that's good authenticity, and that's what that's what especially younger students and individuals they are looking for something authentic. And so, yeah, that's true. And I would even say that this culture today, this this next generation, like they're searching, they they want something, um, and they're definitely looking for something. And so, if they if they if they can get a little taste of Jesus. Um, I mean, they're going to, they're going to see he's real. He's, uh, he's the real deal for sure. All right, Josiah, let's jump into a little bit of, of faith and reason. Cause that was where you kind of, you focused your time within your apologetics degree, um, which is somewhere I did not necessarily focus a lot of time. I think I might've took a class on it, but what does it even mean for the listeners? If they're like, what, what is he even talking about? Like faith and reason? Like we know apologetics is kind of defending the Christian faith, knowing what you believe. But what is faith and reason like? How does that fall under uh, Christian apologetics? Well, for for my understanding, faith and reason is how you get to Christian apologetics. So you start off with your faith, um, which is the pretty much just your idea of believing or trusting in someone or something. Uh, so, like in Christianity, it would be believing and trusting in God. Um, but then when you bring in reason, reason is just the idea of thinking through what you believe. Um, and there are a lot of people that put those things separate. Like they think we should have, um, there are some churches that would want you to have a blind faith to whatever the preacher's saying or whatever, and not fact check um, whatever he's saying. But if we look at scripture um, and look at the things God has taught us or the way he's even created us, we have to use reason. We have to think through things or use the wisdom that God has given us. Um, to just a lot of times it strengthens our faith uh, in those ways. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Um, so if someone just is listening and, and heard that, and they're they're kind of thinking and, and saying to themselves, "Well, should I have more faith? Should I have more reason?" What would you say, like, uh, to maybe even if it's a skeptic um, or just a young Christian growing in their faith? Uh, should I have more of one or the other, or should it be similar? Uh, what would you say to that? I 100% say it's got to be both. Um, there has to be a balance between the two. I think faith has to take the, for most people, I would say faith has to take the uh, priority. Um, because you, I mean, in Christianity, you have to start with faith. Or even if you start with reason, you get to the point where you need faith. Um, because you can, I mean, there's been a lot of great minds that have gone through scripture and thought about these things. And you get to a point where our human minds can't grasp it and we have to fall into faith on those things. But there definitely has to be a balance between the two. But it's not, um, I, I take back what I just said, it, it's not one more than the other. It just depends on how you're, um, 
I guess, wired as a person. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's that's good. You have to have a balance, like uh, just in in life in general, right? Like we got to reason with things. We gotta we gotta try to understand things. If we're going through scripture, we need to try to uh, understand what we're reading. Um, but then, as a Christian, obviously, we're gonna come to those times where all we have is our faith, right? Like we're relying on on Jesus to come in and intercede and, and things. So that's good. That's really good. Yeah, I like to share with kids too. You know, sometimes things just don't make sense, you know, and that's where faith kicks in. Right. You know, and there's scripture that says God's ways are above our ways, his thoughts above our thoughts. And so, you know, as long as we're here on earth, there's going to be some things that we just can't get a hold of or wrap our minds around. But again, you mentioned a, a process earlier in conversation, and that that's absolutely what it is, a process of growing your faith and increasing your, your knowledge, your wisdom. Uh, you know, your reasoning. And so, yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Stevie, G, what do you have on this? You got any questions off of this kind of thought, faith and reason? Not a question, but that verse, Johnny, you just said, um, like his ways are above our ways. There's things that we're not going to understand. Being completely transparent, like especially as a teenager or like a young adult, that made me mad. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I'm stubborn and I'm arrogant and I'm like – I don't like it. You know, I, I don't want there to be these things that I can't comprehend. No matter how hard you think about it, no matter how long you dwell on it, there are some things that you are just not going to grasp, you know, and I hated that. Oh, that made me mad. But, you know, as I grew up and got a little more mature, it was just like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Knowledge is, is pretty stressful. So the, it's for the best that there's some things that the Lord is going to keep from my human brain, <laughs> especially your teenage brain, right? Like oh, I look yeah. back and I like at my age now, 25 years old, I still don't know hardly anything, but I, I look back and like, man, I really didn't know anything back then. And so, yeah, definitely. I want a God that knows more than me, knowing <laughs> the future and, and what I'm going through a lot better than what I do. Cause I can't comprehend it. G what you got, man. Any, any thoughts on this, this thought? Yeah, I think, I think like a lot of, and, and Josiah or anybody, I mean, some input, um, I think a lot, we got to try to let them know that we can't always, you know, see God moving, but experiencing what he does in our lives is what builds our faith a lot of times. So like sometimes you don't understand why you're going through stuff. Um, until you get to the end of the, you know, the dark tunnel or whatever you, you want, the phrase you want to use. And then you look back and you see how God had his hand in the situation and how he helped you through it. Uh, so I think, you know, and correct me if, if I'm wrong for saying this, I think if we can, you know, get students or get folks to just, you know, give God a chance, you know, and not like, I don't mean that in a way of like, all right, Lord, I'm here, you know, get me through and I believe in you. You know what I mean? But like to really just give him a chance to realize that you can't do it on your own and that you have, there's gotta be something that can help you get through life. You know, life is way too hard for us as individuals by ourselves. Uh, so I think, you know, I guess that would go in the faith part of this discussion, but just giving the Lord a chance and allowing him f to let you experience his, his goodness and what his faithfulness and what he can do for you. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, I think when you think of like a skeptic, if you're like a skeptic teenager, teenager listening on here, I mean, you don't have anything to lose by just trying Jesus. Um, you, you really don't. 
because at the end of this life, if your worldview is is accurate, I mean, there's nothing to this, right? After we die, that's it. And so if you're on here, <laughs> you're kind of wondering and, and thinking, but you, you really, uh, you have this worldview that, that doesn't believe in the existence of God, I would give it a try or at least, at least um, investigate a little bit and check it out for your own self. We got any more questions or, or Josiah, do you have anything on that? No, I, I like the way G had uh, put that stuff together there. Um, Cause you like faith, you know, going to church, all that's good. Um, and having a good brain to be able to think that those things are good. Um, but you don't know that until you give them a shot. Uh, once you give God that shot, it's, um, it's great. Uh, but you don't know until you try. And, a lot of us are too prideful to let God have a chance in our lives, but thankfully, um, I know you all have, um, and I hope some of the listeners have, and if not, I um, hope they will give God a chance to just guide them in their lives because it really, really is worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. And let me say this off of what Josiah just said. We're not saying that life is going to become perfect <laughs> once you give God a shot by any means. Uh, because that's not that's not the usually case. it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're still gonna you're still gonna have trials. You're still gonna have hard times, but you're walking with Christ through those hard times. Like you 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 have somebody to walk with through. Uh, Jaybird actually in his in his sermon tonight he talked about how Christians when we go through hard times we have the Holy Spirit, we have the the guide, the Bible, we have Jesus. Or Jesus, I don't know who Jesus is, but Jesus. Um, so yeah, ain't that what you said, Jay Bird? Yeah, exactly. Of course, Caleb wasn't listening very well to my sermon. No, I'm just kidding. We got the Holy Spirit living within us to help guide us. Man, we got the directions. We've got the Holy Scriptures to help uh, shed light on our path. You know, and, and Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of God, interceding on our behalf. Man, He is on our side. We're on the winning team. And so, yeah, just to get, get folks to consider that, um, to open their mind to that, 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 that can make all the difference in the world. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, Josiah, you got any last, last uh, remarks or thoughts to our listeners um, that, that are listening or, or that may be thinking, all right, yeah, I, I might look into it. If I'm a skeptic, I may look into this. Any final thoughts before we, we wrap it up here? Yeah, uh, first, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions about what you believe. Um, God gave you a brain for a reason. Use it. Uh, second, let faith guide the way you think and allow scripture to guide you. And then third, if you do have questions, go to someone you can trust. Go to a youth pastor, a pastor, a teacher, um, a leader in your life or a friend even. Um, go to them and ask those questions. or um, Try to find someone that can guide you, um, and that takes sometimes humbling yourself to do that. But um, there are leaders in your life that are there for a reason that can guide you through those questions that you may have or the doubts you may have or the, even the, just the curiosity that you may have. There's people for that. And so that, that's, yeah, that's how I'd kind of close that out right there. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Hey, I've enjoyed having you on here. We're going to have to get you back on here because – I mean, we could go a thousand different ways talking about Christian apologetics. So, for sure. G, yeah, yeah. G, Stevie, you guys got yes. any uh, final remarks or any thoughts? Or Oh, no. We're losing you a little bit. Can you hear me? 
Caleb, well, are you there? Are you there? Caleb? You got me? Oh, there he lost, is. Lost you. You, you, you were kind of... You, you went uh, Cajun raging on me there. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I was, I was saying... Um, I don't know where you lost me, so I don't know what to say again. But I was basically asking, G, did you have anything else that, that we wanted to add here at the end? I was going to give G and Stevie um, opportunity if, if you wanted to, to throw anything in there. The only thing that I would – Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'll say a lot of times we get into – as a closing remark, and this is more for – you know, kids that, you know, or students or anybody that's grown up in church, you know, that have a relationship with Jesus. Sometimes you get to that point where you're like, you know, I don't really feel anything anymore. Like, why can't I feel God moving in my life? Why can't I feel this or that? It feels like I just kind of go to church. I just kind of, you know, go through the motions. I think a lot of times we've got to look at ourselves. Like, when is the, like, there may, there's nothing wrong with the Lord, you know, in any, any situation. God is not wrong. He's not left you. It's usually us, you know, we've like, how much TV have we watched in comparison to spending time reading our Bible or how many, how many ball games have we been playing outside or watching or playing video games instead of doing, you know, a lot of times we don't spend the time that we should with the Lord. Um, so I think when you get in those situations, those are the first things you got to look at as Christians, you know, and, and I'm guilty of it too, you know, not reading as much as I should. Uh, or praying or spending as much time praying as I should. Uh, so I think that we can just look at, go forward, looking at our faith as Christians uh, in a way of there's always more we can do to grow. You know, there's not this place yeah. that we get to that we reach uh, where we're like, oh, you know, we're good. We've made it now, you know. Um, so just always be willing to grow. Like Josiah said, the Lord gave you the ability to think and to study and to read. And he gave us his word. He, don't take it for granted, you know, use what he's given us to, to grow. Yeah. Always refining in our faith, always maturing. It's a process. It's not something you're going to attain, uh, just one day. Stevie. Uh, the only thing that I would say is make your faith your own. To me, that's incredibly important, not just for the apologetic side of it, but like they, like Josiah said, ask questions, make it yours. If there's something you don't understand, find a way to understand it, whether that be looking, looking it up for yourself, asking your youth pastor, your, your parents, hope maybe even, you know, but make it yours. Don't just believe everything that you see or read online or you hear on an Instagram story because there's a lot of false prophets out there, unfortunately. So make sure you do, you make it yours and know yeah. why you believe what you believe. Yeah, definitely. And that's the heart behind Christian, like studying uh, this thought of Christian apologetics. Jaybird, got anything? No, I just like to, to point back to something. I think somebody may have mentioned it earlier that God's not intimidated by our hard questions. Man, he's got the answers. And as we grow in knowledge and wisdom and, and reason and we start to, to get answers to some of our thoughts, uh, that leads to being a better witness for Christ because we can share then what we learn with others that, that maybe have questions or doubts. So it's a great thing to grow your faith grow your knowledge, think about things, uh, and never be afraid, Josiah mentioned, never be afraid to, to ask questions. And, and, and again, God's not offended when you doubt or when you question. You know what? He likes it because he's got answers to our questions. And so, yeah, that's my final thought. Thank you 
Uh, Josiah, man, great having you. Um, I'm sure you encouraged a lot. You gave a lot of info, uh, and that's always a good thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, producer Stevie. There we go. I appreciate it. Yeah. All uh, right. Producer Stevie? We will be back again next week. Yes. This has been the Teamwork Makes the Dreamwork podcast. Thank you for listening. Sure. See you next See you time. See you guys later.